and welcome to TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers, a program of educators worldwide. I'm your host today, Melanie Gobert. Hello, everyone. This is Melanie Gobert, your host for today's episode of TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers, brought to you by educators worldwide. Joining us today is Rasha Halat from the International Universe, uh, the Lebanese International University in Lebanon. And she's also a consultant for Go Lead UAE, where she is a subject matter expert. Her topic today is going to be the use of authentic material to motivate students. Thank you for joining us, Rasha. Thank you, Melanie, for having me and for this wonderful initiative, like trying to reach as many teachers as uh, possible and trying to bridge, uh, bridge the gap between like uh, research and theory uh, and practice on the other end. So thanks for you. Okay, so let's start. Why authentic materials, Rasha? Well, uh, let me first start by defining authentic material. Like authentic material is any kind of material that is not created for the classroom use. So it's mostly uh, created for the real life use by native speakers or non-native speakers. It can be like anyone who's good in English, who like exposed to the English language. So it's language as it is really in the real world. And uh, taking it from there, we can see like the value of authentic material. So the students are being prepared for the real life experiences where they will encounter the language. And that will boost their confidence, like knowing what is expected, the kind of language they will hear out there, the kind of language they will read, will get them to be more confident and definitely once confidence is up, motivation is also up. That's like one main reason. The other reason is uh, basically when you choose the authentic material yourself as an educator, you get to choose what is really of interest to the students, what is topical, timely, relevant to their needs. Uh, another uh, thing like uh, really why we need authentic material, it can be varied, uh, it can be really um, like with graphics, with uh, visuals, especially now with the advances in technology, our access to what's out there is unlimited. So we can choose what we feel fit and relevant to the needs, to the level and so on. Uh, another thing that I personally feel as an educator is that it can be very motivating to the teachers themselves. Instead of being stuck with the same book forever, like flip the page, go to this exercise, the same kinds of tasks, the same kind of design, no matter how good the book is, after a while, the textbook, after a while, you would feel like... Um, it's not giving me all what I want. So it's not only motivating uh, like for the students, it's also motivating for the educators. So this is like in a nutshell why it is, uh, it's like really needed or why it's preferred over the textbooks. We're not saying like throw away the textbooks, but I think like supplement them at least every once in a while. And once you reach a certain level of competence, I think as an educator, you won't be satisfied with any textbook whatsoever. That's like my case personally. Okay, so what do you think are some good sources where people can find good authentic texts? 
Oh, that's a good question. Now that takes us to what kind of authentic material we're going to be using. And it can be visual, it can be uh, uh, audio, like audio or video material, and it can be uh, print, like any kind of printed material. Uh, so uh, we know like the World Wide Web is now available for everyone. You can find it easily there. Uh, any textbook, any brochure, uh, any song, like all of these are types of uh, um, like authentic material you can use, like songs. Uh, if we think of the audio material, songs, podcasts, news, weather forecasts, like it's name it. It's like everything is out there. Documentaries, ads, uh, clips of movies. So uh, this can be really uh, uh, something you find easily online. And sometimes you have your own digital library sometimes that you can resort to. Uh, printed material, you can talk about brochures, you can talk about news, you can talk about um, like uh, leaflets, uh, the, the packaged leaflets, medicine leaflet, uh, labels, food labels, all of these can be used. Uh, visual, you can look at pictures, photographs, even ads without like any print on them. So all of these can be sources of material that you can bring to the classroom and enrich the experience of the learners with. So let's just dig a little bit into practicalities. Uh, I know a lot of teachers do use authentic materials with students, and I have myself, but what about the level of language in authentic materials? Because, you know, if you're teaching beginners or A1 levels, it's not always easy to use authentic materials. Absolutely, that's true. It's the level and the age also, like if you have adults who are at the low level of proficiency, also sometimes you need to find what's motivating to them age-wise and what's appropriate at the right level. Uh, but it's not impossible. It's much easier definitely to find material for uh, upper beginners, intermediate, young adults than for lower levels. But with uh, uh, young learners and with lower levels, we have like fiction out there. We have many stories that were created for real life use, like uh, the stories, uh, the, the uh, fiction, nonfiction. So uh, for example, encyclopedias for kids, these can be used a lot in the classroom. You have songs for kids, you have cartoon uh, programs. So all of these can be definitely utilized. Uh, it's much easier, as I said, for the higher levels, for the adults, but it's not impossible and it can be easily done, especially again, like with this wide access to, uh, to the resources out there, I think everybody can do it now. So let's do it. Can you give me some examples of how you use authentic materials yourself? Definitely. Now, uh, to begin with, I think like what we need to uh, to keep in mind is as long as we know what we're doing and we like have kind of a framework that we follow, like a structure for how we want to develop our lessons, we know what we're doing and we'll enjoy the process. So uh, like one example uh, I like to talk about is like using a Panadol leaflet or a painkiller leaflet as a like starting point for my lesson. Uh, so we can, like I can get different leaflets. It can be like Panadol a night, Panadol cold and so on. And then you'd have each group work on one. Uh, so it like I can go through uh, all the reading process use all the reading strategies from skimming to scanning uh, to digging deeper, guessing meaning of a vocabulary, 
uh, and uh, like uh, looking for specific details. And on top of this, I feel like what you are doing here, it's not only teaching the language, you're teaching them critical skills, critical thinking skills, like how to be smart consumers, not to just like take drugs, uh, for example, without thinking about what you're consuming. So this is uh, definitely another advantage uh, for using authentic material. You can take it to a very high level. You can start with simple things, for example, if you're teaching them how to order using a menu. That can be really basic, uh, like structured, but like taking it to a leaflet, you can go very high in terms of the levels of thinking. Another one is like news headlines. We start by looking at uh, different news headlines. For example, we had the, uh, the World Cup recently, and you could see like the media, how they dealt with this issue, the Western media versus the Eastern media. So bringing the headlines and starting looking at those, then like getting a few articles here and there. So you're building critical thinking skills, you're building uh, research skills, you're building speaking skills, because definitely you'll be moving from input to output. So I always structure my lessons around like the uh, authentic material, starting with them as the input, and then we take it to the next level where they would use this uh, input to generate their own language. That's definitely fit for, fit for the uh, real world use. Uh, like another thing that I uh, love to use is the use of social media, for example, like Twitter, uh, tweets, uh, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, like if they're looking for a job, how to search for a job, how to like identify the skills that are required, uh, like sometimes even how to comment on a post. I think like these are things the students would love to do, but many times, even though we think they are digitally educated, they're not. Uh, they don't know how to use it in a smart way. So this way you're preparing them also for like the smart use, smart quote unquote, of social media, how to read a post, how to reply to it, how to disagree in an agreeable way, for example, if it's a controversial topic. So all of these can be like interesting things we can do with authentic material. But once it's related to um, social media, I think we really need to be super careful uh, so that they don't go uh, to places where we don't want them to be. So um, that's like another thing we can do for sure. I love using songs. That's another thing, like usually the classic songs with a theme um, and, and uh, the like. Do you have any concluding comments for us, Rasha? Well, I think like uh, for teachers who find it safer to use a textbook, uh, dare to try like leaving the book aside, try to explore the authentic material. And uh, trust me, the level of your motivation would be also reflected on the learners. So you will enjoy it, the students would enjoy it. And uh, like you will definitely have an endless resource of material. It's not like a textbook from page to page. It's like an enormous amount of material that you can get to explore. And certainly one good idea also for teachers who are going to venture into creating their own materials is to uh, begin substituting what is already in the course book. Like if the reading is not interesting for the students because it's a reading about Canada or somewhere like that, maybe they can find a reading Absolutely. local topic similar and that Absolutely. would be more interesting for the students. Uh, substituting okay. and supplementing even like sometimes like adding to what's in the book like bring it to another level in a way
Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, Rasha. Thank you, Melanie. TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers, a program of educators worldwide. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us today. Share with us how you are using these tips. Leave us a comment or voice message on social media or at ttelt.org. Thanks for joining this episode of TTELT brought to you by Educators Worldwide. Follow, like, and subscribe to TTELT on your social media and try a new teaching tip today.